UFC 241 was really good on paper. Now, on fight day, the entire fight card delivered. And I mean, this was really, really good. We're going to talk about the co-main event. It is Anthony Showtime Pettis versus the return of Nate the Great Diaz. So, I cannot uh, even describe the, the, the excitement and the atmosphere when Nate Diaz went out and started walking towards the octagon. Everyone was screaming. Everyone was shouting. Everyone was excited and happy that Nate Diaz is back. So... As much as I can recall, I think he's been out for like three years. The last fight that he had was the Conor McGregor fight, wherein he lost via split decision. And now after three years gone, he's back and he decided to fight Anthony Showtime Pettis. Uh, the UFC decided to spin the story and, and they went back. They did a throwback series of past interviews. But everyone didn't really pay too much attention to that. What they really wanted was to see Nate Diaz come back and fight inside the octagon now when they stopped when first bell rang everyone was just electrified by the moment but what i really saw was a clash of two different styles uh, from the get-go I, I told a lot of people that this was a main event you know caliber fight and um anthony pettis at 170 pounds is a very good move for him he doesn't really have to cut that much weight anymore uh, 155 pounds was really draining him uh, I don't ha I don't know if he has plans to go back to 155 but I'm very happy to see him at 170 he had a good debut and then his last outing was a victory over uh, uh, Wonder Boy Thompson you know that Superman Superman punch that knocked Wonder Boy out that was highlight real material uh, Anthony Pettis has been you know his moniker sh the showtime so he's always been there to um, make sure that his fights are entertaining and that he would give everyone's money like a good like a really really good time so first the third round uh it's unfortunate nah it's very unfortunate that it was just for three rounds uh, they could have gone for five rounds uh what we what was evident was nate diaz didn't have the ring rust that most fighters who are absent from fighting are normally present uh, for for this card, I believe my predictions were Yoel Romero, Anthony Pettis, and Stipe Miocic. So uh, post-fight analysis, I was wrong on two bouts because um, uh, Costa won the first one. And then this fight, uh, Nate Diaz uh, defeated uh, Anthony Pettis. So from what you can see as well is the consistency in a Nate Diaz fight. He just puts a different pace on you. Nate Diaz, uh, the style that he has is a very pushy, very relentless, and he will just put the work on you. His work rate is very, very high. Uh, the only person I could see in a, that could match that amount of worth, uh, work rate is uh, Kobe Covington, top of my head. Uh, they work at a very... Con he's he, Nate Diaz is not a fast-paced fighter, but he is a very consistent-paced fighter. He will come at you first to third round with the same amount of uh, pace. And then if he sees that you start to stagger, he will start to pour on. And then he has a lot of gas. Uh, he has a lot of air in his gas tank. So he's never been the type of fighter who, who would fade in the later rounds. I love this fight because we had we were able to see a lot of everything. The audience was given a full MMA fight. 
these individuals are very high level strikers uh, I, I would I would my initial prediction was that Showtime would just pepper Nick Nate Diaz with leg kicks uh, but he decided to go punch for punch and kick for kick and he did his best to to he, he had his moments there were surges during the fight wherein he was he was pushing the pace however there was a part of him that's that probably felt that Nick D, Nate Diaz was really bigger than him uh Nate fought 170 for for quite some time uh this was a a rather new adjustment for Anthony Pettis but uh it was significant to see that Nate was moving forward and Anthony Pettis was moving backwards so from a judge's point of view that is very significant but that doesn't discount the fact that Pettis did the best that he could to fight and I mean literally fight Nate Diaz another interesting part was um uh, if you get to watch the fight again this is like fight of the night material you had your striking you had your wrestling you had you had your clinch work by the cage uh Nate Diaz did a takedown um and which was surprising I was I was really hoping that uh Pettis would be the one who would initiate takedowns because he was he's he's trained wrestling uh I, I believe that he's trained in wrestling more than Nate Diaz. Nate, D, Nate Diaz has been straight up jiu-jitsu ever since under uh, Caesar Gracie. And then from there, uh, we had grapp amazing grappling, amazing MMA grappling from the transitions to the submission attempts to mixing the striking with the grappling. The audience and audience, uh, fight fans and fighters alike, coaches, uh, we were all treated to a, to an, a full MMA fight. Now, second to the third round, um, Nate Diaz was pouring it in. You know, he, he was he was putting the pressure on on Anthony Perez and see how much he can take. Now, uh, for if you haven't noticed, Anthony Perez has this really small tendency of just fading. Th you know, if he can't knock the guy out, he'll try. He'll, he'll do his best to. He'll do his best to finish. However, he tends to fade towards the later rounds. And during the later rounds is where Nate Diaz thrives. You know, he will bring you to the deepest water and see how you will react. And for the most part, Anthony Perez survived. He survived, but that wasn't enough to win him the fight. So definitely, I, I enjoyed the fight. I enjoyed watching it both as a fan and as an analyst and someone who appreciates MMA. These two individuals are just perfect for each other. It was a very good matchup. Uh, it was. It took probably a lot of years to make, but here we are. Uh, Nate Diaz's comeback was spectacular. There were there was no ring rust. He was he was the same Nate Diaz that we saw three years prior and. I really hope that it doesn't take another three, four, five more years before, uh, what do you call this? He, we would see him fight again. Uh, he called out Masvidal uh, because they're both gangsters. And I love the fact that he's starting to call out people now. And I'm pretty, pretty sure that Masvidal will be game for that fight. So now it's all up to the UFC to, you know, talk to both fighters, settle on the price, you know, print out the contract and let them sign it.
and I really hope that they both get the money that they deserve. I mean, these are the two rise. Uh, these are two superstars in the UFC, and the best part about it is that they've been here for a very long time. I mean, Masvidal was saying that he's been in this game for like 14, 16 years. Nate Diaz is probably 10 plus years, and they're still here, and they're not just here for relevance. They're here because they have a fan base. They fight well. They entertain fans, they put asses on seats, and they see that the proper training, the, the right training partners, the right camp, uh, the proper execution of certain things will bring you longevity, will bring you longevity in this career. And they've played their cards right, and I really hope that the fight happens. If not, uh, what could be a good possi possible fight for Nate Diaz? Um, a lot of buzz around Kobe, uh, Colby Covington. Uh, I'd like to see him fight for the title. Uh, Kamaru Usman versus Nate Diaz is a very interesting fight. I'm not really sure how that will play out because Kamaru Usman is such a high-level wrestler. So we'll see what happens. Uh, no matter what we, no matter what the UFC decides, we are surely entertained about the prospect of having Nate Diaz back in the active lineup of the UFC. So. I hope you enjoyed this post-fight analysis. Send me your thoughts. And thank you to my outfitters, Knots and Crosses. Follow them on Instagram. Uh, just type in Knots and Crosses, N-O-U-G-H-T-S-A-N-D. Then Crosses, C-R-O-S-S-E-S. Go follow me on Instagram. It's at Franco Rulloda. So that's at F-R-A-N-C-O-R-U-L-L-O-D-A. Um, for the most part, I'm more active on Instagram and Facebook. I'm doing my best to be more active here in Anchor so that I could provide you guys with value. Um, let me know what you guys think of. Let me let me know what you think of this and uh, send me your thoughts. Okay, post post. Uh, give me your comments and your suggestions. Let's see. You know, let's br let's all um, bring our minds together and see which is a good fit for the next few UFC cards and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye.